What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 179 of the What Up Though podcast. Yeah, yeah. A uh, couple of cool things today. Uh, one is a uh, happy uh, weed is legal in Canada day. <laughs> and uh happy Pistons won the opener day. So, yeah. Good shit off the day. Uh, I was talking to one of my, my coworkers. He's a uh, Canadian, and, uh, which is unfortunate. <laughs> I was like, wait, like your your family is based off a of Canadian, dude. I just wanted to throw shade, but I mean, obviously at this point, Canada is light years ahead of us. So, dude, light years, dude, straight light years. Um, now I was talking to one of my coworkers today, and it was just it, it brought up more questions uh, than that I that I have about you know the legalization of legalization of weed. Like, what does that do for just the random people that are selling weed now and shit? They have a job. <laughs> what? What? I don't know. Like, so is is weed taxed now? So if you, so basically, you can go to anybody can go to a dispensary and buy it now. Is that is that the case? I mean, I I I don't honestly know. I mean, I'm assuming so. Like, I mean, I feel like that's just gonna be like, just like liquor and alcohol, man. Like, there might just be spots you can just cop it at. I mean, I'm guessing, obviously. I mean, it just went legal today, but, I mean, I'm, yeah, I feel like they probably can. I mean, I guess in the coming weeks, we'll kind of get a feel of, uh, and I, I guess you can actually talk to people, people I'll there. Let you, I'll let you, you know very know. soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Why is Mike smacked on the podcast? Right, but I'm just, I just came back from Canada. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm curious, like, how does that work with, you know, the, the random, you know, the random people you know that's been selling weed forever. Uh, whatever you can get it from, like I, I would assume it's just as available from just the random dude, the weed man in Canada, is, just as available as the weed man, you know, in the states or Detroit or whatever the case. But like, if the, all the stores are taxed and shit, and you can still get it from your hookup, you know, is that really going to kill them off totally? Though my guess is that like the hookup is offering you. I guess like mediocre grade type so shit. Like the variety of it now. Not, not even that. Just like, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess variety. But like, I feel like you if you if you had no no access other than like your weed man in Canada. Yeah. I would figure that if you can go to like a dispensary or whatever, and you could be anybody and just go there, like you can get that fucking medical grade, fucking high level, good ass shit. And, well, your op- quality, and your options, the quality is better. better. The options is more. So yeah, I yeah. Guess I, I, I mean, granted, I haven't bought weed from like a fucking like weed man on the corner, but like I would imagine weed man on the corner is just selling you fucking nick and dime bags and do what you do. Whereas like if you can roll to the dispensary, you can get fucking uh, edibles, you can get uh, oils, you can get. Well, yeah, uh, pre rolls, like is, I guess that is like, the point. Uh, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, you know, you, your homeboy who uh, the I, I guess we would call him the, the local weed man. You know, he got his his Reggies, <laughs> 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 and that's it. Although you could, I mean, I I've known. I mean, you could still get quantities of probably however you want, but quality. Uh, and variety, variety is probably the biggest thing I think with that, and I guess here too. With, I mean, because 
let's face it, anybody can get a fucking dispensary card to be able to go. I mean, you could fucking pay the doctor to get you a fucking card. So it's not like you know you. Uh, medical. You about here or Canada? No, about here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you here probably you can. can just anybody. You can pretty much pay to get a card, and if you know the right people, if yeah. you know the right people, I mean, and it's it, it's it's not a a a crazy secret society to this shit, you know. I mean, so. this, yeah, yeah. If you know the right people, they can who you up with the paperwork. I mean, they still got to go through the state, but yeah, I mean, but it's you like can they still can just get give it. you. Give you or a pass. You just like know it. people who got a car. You say, "Hey, pick me up this shit." Yeah, you know, true, so, true. Um, but I guess a variety of sort is probably the biggest thing. But that's I'm, I'm curious to see how that how that works. I did see too that they were decriminalizing and letting go like people who were in jail who were caught with a certain amount or less, like releasing people. I, I'm almost certain. I that's read dope. That. Yeah. So that's that's cool as fuck too. I mean. You can't have people in jail for the shit now. You're just letting people just have freely and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, that's bullshit. You know, you get caught with a fucking... No, I'll be in jail sick. No, I got caught with a fucking dime bag and I'm in prison and now you can just go get it from 7-Eleven? Fuck, like, get me out this bitch. Like, the motherfucker with pounds is probably still pissed. But, I mean, you know, it's whatever with that. But... That's ain't, nobody, ain't nobody in jail over a dime bag. Man, we, we, <laughs> first off, I don't, we should have never been fucking illegal. Like, I feel like the only reason it's been... Illegal for so long because it's, it hasn't been able to be taxed by the government. Like they just want their fucking share. I mean, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, man. Like, look at look at alcohol and fucking cigarettes. And yeah, shit I was like about that, to say man. liquor like, and alcohol is is probably far worse. Far worse have happened. You know, you I, I rarely hear of, of fucking police stops where a motherfucker was too high couldn't drive or any. I've never crazy. heard of anybody dying from. Uh, Smoking weed. Well, that that <laughs> fucking too. So. You can get drunk and getting fucking get fucking lung although cancer I would from never cigarettes. Tr- although I wouldn't trust myself driving smoking weed. I wouldn't but, either, honestly. I but either. I, I I feel like you're. I feel like you're more more likely to say, "Nah, you know what? I ain't gonna drive." I think with liquor, you kind of just do it. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that's the reason that shit should probably be more illegal than fucking weed. Like I could. <laughs> I was about to say something wild. Don't, don't incriminate yourself, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, this is a recording. Right. Theoretically. <laughs> I theoretically, could be, someone. Right. Theoretically, could. a person could be high on weed and be like, yeah, you know what? I don't think I should drive. I'm too high. Yeah. Whereas, you could be drunk and be like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Because you're drunk. Because, <laughs> right, exactly. I'm you're good. doing it because you're drunk. You're not, yeah, so. That's, that's interesting. A person who's not me will be like. Yeah, I'm too high for this shit. Let me just sit down and chill out. But I think you may try it if you you go on off that shit. The Henny talking like, yeah, I can get home. Yeah, like, motherfucker, it happens. No. You, yeah. It happens, and it's a horrible thing. Uh, like, I know, I think that a lot of people who've probably drank before or regularly have had situations where the next morning they woke up like, what the fuck was I thinking? And not what the fuck was I thinking in the sense of, like, I drank too much, but, like, what was I thinking driving home? Yeah. Because, like, you can have a very, very real moment of, I could have killed somebody. I could have killed yeah, myself. Absolutely. Like, and that shit can be very, very, no pun intended, sobering yeah. to think about. And if you, somebody who just gets high and you just at home just getting faded, like, you don't have that. No, so, you're just good. You're just chilling. Yeah. So, I mean, and I don't think being high affects your decisions like that, where you're just like, yeah, I'm good to drive, 
and then, and then you hit and kill somebody. Like that's not. I don't feel like that's a weed thing. I feel nah, like you I can mean, be high on weed and the, be like, the yeah, that's probably It's probably way less than fucking alcohol uh, related uh, situations or whatever. And that shit been so, legal forever. Forever, forever, ever, ever. So, yeah. So that's that's been interesting. Uh, and also, Pistons won today. Good start. Uh, so, last yeah, last week we were off because we ended up going to the Pistons game. Uh, I, I had it in my list of topics to talk about what that experience was like. Because oh, that we, was we would jump into that then. Sure. Yeah, no, that was an, an incredibly unique experience for me. Yeah, <laughs> well, incredibly you, unique. I'll let you start then. Okay, cool. I'll talk about it. So obviously, uh, well, I can't say obviously because everybody's not from here. But um, the Pistons now play at Little Caesars Arena, it's which downtown. is a new. Yeah, it's downtown Detroit. It's a new arena. They played there last season, but um, prior to this, uh, for the entirety of my life as a Pistons, pa- Pistons fan, they played at the Palace. Uh, which is in Auburn Hills, which is like 30, 40 30, minutes from Detroit, as far as fuck. Um, I have probably had every experience you can have at the Palace as far as, like, just taking it in. Like, I, I've sat courtside. I've sat and I've been in suites, like, the whole nine, right? And at Little Seas Arena, I haven't really been out there that much. I've been there, I'd say, in the – this is the second season of the Pistons playing there. I've probably been there – I don't know, maybe like five times, something like that. Like, not a lot. And uh, so, O has uh, his job, hooks him up with seats and shit. And they had, uh, they threw him some seats for the, either the last, it, it was probably the last, I think it was uh, last preseason, preseason game, game that was yeah. here. They might have played another game on the road, but the la- it was definitely the last one that was here. And, man... I ain't never experienced no shit like that at a Pistons game, man. Like, that shit was bananas, though. He had, like, seats that were, uh, they weren't quote-unquote courtside for us, but he hooked his nephew and um, uh, his stepson up with the courtside seats. He had those. Yeah. They were sitting on the fucking floor, and then we were maybe, like, what, like three rows back? Like, yeah. not even not even far. So, we get, and I'll let you continue. We get, so I think my job does... Six seats for games, for all home games. So they do the two seats that are on the floor, which last year I took my wife and I had the two court side seats. They were dope as hell. My wife didn't like it because... It's scary. It's, she, <laughs> as, her, as, her, as she quotes, scary. Well, because you're sitting... And I think we're, the seats are right where the refs stand at. So the ball is constantly getting tossed back to him to take out, out of bounds, all that shit. She thought it was just a little too much, so she kind of just went back into the uh, the dining area, which Mike could probably talk about anyway. Uh, so <laughs> we got the, so the two seats there, and then it's the so that's on one side, and then the four seats is on the side where the benches are. So we're kind of like three rows back. Then it's the like Iowa, and then it's the actual I guess you could say court sides. Mm-hmm. So. If you, I guess you want to count rows like six rows back, maybe. Yeah, mo- maybe. But not really. I mean, it's pretty much there. So. Close as fuck. Yeah. And the cool thing about it was, to put this in comparison, at the Palace, if you had uh, like those like... Which I've never really been that close on a Palace floor. I have, but the the caveat to that is that if you get really, really close Palace seats, those are your seats where you can sit. But if you have 
like a, a club access tied to it, you got to go to the fucking concourse, take an elevator, take some steps or whatever, uh, and you got to go somewhere completely fucking different to get the the perks of it. Like so, you can get like, like you got free food and drinks and shit like that. It's in like a space that's off the concourse, oh, somewhere far as fuck. As fuck, dude. You bougie as fuck. No, oh, that's whack. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, I guess in comparison, I, I <laughs> right? In comparison I don't, I don't to what you, comparison to yeah, me, yeah. In comparison to what you've experienced, yeah, it's yeah. whack. But um, at Little Caesars Arena, they got the what was it called, the Players Club or something like yeah, that? Players Club. Yeah, it's like so. For starters, uh, Little Caesars Arena is also a hockey arena where the Red Wings play at. The arena itself, where like. Most of the seats and the court slash rink is underground. It's like below grade, right? So uh, the quote-unquote players club in Little Caesars Arena is also below grade. And you can go in there. They got fucking mad crazy great food, all included. Crazy great drinks, all included. And then you take, you can go from that club up like, what like six stairs yeah, and you're like right four, at your seat it's like two sets of four steps and then you're there yeah and you're there and you can so you go there and you can go six steps up to your seat and you can just go back and forth to this club and get all the food get all the drinks or whatever you don't really have to <laughs> intermingle with poor people <laughs> so, it's like, so it's dope man that that was the coolest thing to me and then while we were in there you would see we saw Greg Kelser, who uh, Greg Kelser is one of the current Pistons play-by-play announcers, but he he used to play for the Pistons back in the day. He played for Michigan State. Uh, Rick Mahorn was in there chilling. Uh, who else Looking was up in old there? and injured and shit. I thought he was about to fall the fuck out. <laughs> man, uh-huh. he's 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 a mess. But yeah, so it it was mad cool, man. They had uh, they had like a like a hot dog slash uh, sausage station where you can get that shit. They had fucking prime rib, lobster tacos. Uh, they had uh, fucking white steak and uh, yeah. grits or some shit. Yeah. I never, never had that combination, but that shit was so fucking good. She was good as fuck, man. And like, it, it was just mad cool. You could chill in it. You could chill in there and watch the game. They got the TVs there. You get your food and get your drinks, chill out. Or you could walk up six individual stairs right. and go to <laughs> and go to your seat and be fucking 20 feet away from the court. So I mean, yeah, it was crazy, man. It was it was really dope. What I what I like about the whole players club experience is that you can go there an hour before the game and eat and drink and shit, and stay a half an hour after the game and still eat and drink and shit. So like you can, I mean, you can plan your day to say, you know, the hell we're going to dinner. We're just going to go there, have food and drinks and all that shit, and then just go up to the game. So my um. So my wife, my mom, my um, stepson, and my nephew went as well. So they went separately, and then, you know, I picked up Mike, and then we went to the game. So they got there a little bit before. We get there. My mom has a fucking platter of fucking Dog, your mom ate everything, (laughs) dog. Everything. She's like a kid in a candy store, yo. It's so funny, man. And we're like, were you going to go in? She's like... No, baby, I'm just going to finish these plates, and uh, I'll be up there momentarily. Man. <laughs> man, I, my mom, I, that's the first. That might be the first pizza game I've been able to take my mom to. So that was, oh, a, okay. that was a plus to be able to. So what happened was, initially, so I got the tickets the day before. And I'm like, well, shit. My first thing was like, cool. I take my mom, because I thought it was just two tickets, because I didn't think I would get all the tickets. I figured I would get either 
the set of four or the set of two. So he gave me the tickets, like, cool. I take my mom, and I'm like, shit, it's six tickets. I'm like, fuck. And then I thought my stepson had class that night, so I wasn't thinking about him. And then I'm like, well, cool, it's on Wednesday. I know I know what you do on Wednesday. Right. <laughs> so right. I'm like, I know you free. And so I'm like, if it's the two, I'm like, bet. I just take my mom. That's a no-brainer. You know, I, it's first time for her go to uh, LCA Arena and shit like that. So the four, I'm like, bet. Let me see if my wife don't give a hell about the fucking game. She's just there for free drinks and shit. So she don't care about the game. Uh, and so my nephew hadn't been there either. So I'm like, bet. It just worked out perfect. But like I said, we get there. My mom has a platter of fucking shit. And then I already figured that, cool, my nephew and my stepson can get on the floor seats because it would be a great experience for them, one. And then, two, I'd rather sit where I can go back downstairs and eat and drink as much as I want. One of, I want to say as I'm a, a kind of being on the floor seats, but one of the parts of the floor seats is that you can't get up when you want to because oh, of the yeah. game going and all that shit. You have to wait till the timeout and all that so forth. So I'm like, they can enjoy that. I, I'd rather get it out the way now in case I get some more seats and <laughs> I'll be able to go out there or whatever. So, yeah, it's just fun. I will say, I don't know what kind of, like, training they go that like these pistons employees go through but they are like the nicest motherfucking people so i've ever you like fucking, gods dude nicest motherfucking people dude. <laughs> you like gods like from the point of us like when i went when i mean i think like the people that actually get that shit man they man that shit is fucking g's and g's and g's for the yeah, cost to do yeah, that shit yes yeah. so, i mean for the money that you for people who actually had to like pay for those tickets you're spending a lot of fucking money so I mean, the service really matches like the the type of money you're spending. Like it does. Like when we went when we went to the game last year, you know. So we get we parked in the in, in the parking lot, and we were we were about to walk through that long tunnel, and they stopped us. Yeah, we walked through that tunnel because we didn't we didn't know. But when we get there, they're like, "Oh no, you have to go through this tunnel. I mean, this <laughs> elevator. You're not going that way." As if you're like. Don't go through with the peons. Yeah, you go through the to, to the special elevator. It was really like that. Yeah, it like was really. I mean, no like exaggeration. You, you, don't don't go where the broke people be. Yeah, at. you go this way. <laughs> like we got a special a special elevator for you and a special underground tunnel for y'all. And, and it is like everybody's like, make sure you take advantage of the food. The food is great. I swear, out of out of ten people, six people said something about the fucking food. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the drinks. Enjoy the food. Like yeah, like everybody. From the people in the elevators to the people putting on your fucking wristband to the fucking servers to the fucking people picking up the food. Like the one black lady that was talking to us at the end. It's just, you know, it's just like they, they are really nice as fuck, dude. Like everybody, all the fucking employees. Like like it had to be a class on just being nice and shit. Like be cheerful. Like there was not a fucking angry or even moderately like straight faced employee there. Like yeah. everybody was just like smiling. Be happy and, and nice as fuck. And That's your job. It was funny because there's two bars in there. And I kept thinking, like, man, they're going to stop me from drinking from one bar. So I kept going back. To, but I'm like, it really didn't fucking matter. Anytime I went uh-huh. to the bar. And then she started remembering my drink after, like, one drink. So <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that shit, that shit's pretty dope. I mean, that's a perk. I feel like if the money is right, I stay at that job for a while as long as I get random perks like this and shit. Yeah, and it's like random motherfuckers that work for the work for the Pistons running through there, like Mike Abdenauer, the trainer ran through there real yeah. quick. Like everybody is in there, like they just they just kick it when they got when they got an opportunity. It was it was cool. And then another cool thing was the back wall 
of that area was all glass, yeah. and it was tied to the tunnel where the Pistons go from like the locker room to the court and to the to the spot where they do the post game interviews and shit. So if you hang out after the game, enough, you, you could just sit them. there and, yeah. and watch the post game interviews and shit happening. And, and they're still serving crazy. fucking food, yes. So you and can still eat and drink and everything. So it's a hell of experience for the Players Club. I mean. I, I don't think I've had a better sporting event experience than that before. Um, like, my God, if I could do that for like a – my thought at the time was like, if I could do that for a regular season game, that'd be crazy. But, like, what what must that shit look like for the playoffs? Like, I mean, <laughs> we may we may never know <laughs> I mean, if the team's it, not good enough. Well, but. I just wonder – yeah, I just wonder, like, I mean – Y'all start, I mean, just just the food was just crazy to me. Like, it's a preseason game, and it's fucking Wagyu and fucking lobster tacos and shit. <laughs> right. Like, like do everybody get a whole lobster for fucking playoff games or some shit? Like, yeah, like, I, I'd, have been, I'd have been geeked for fucking uh, hot dogs and fucking tacos or regular tacos, some fucking nachos, some shit. Right. They for some Wagyu fucking, fucking with some grits and shit. And, like, and, uh, man, that shit was, that's, that's a hell of an experience. Yo, and they switched it out. Like yeah, so, when so you come time, early. When you come early, you can get this particular set of food, and they swap it out at halftime, and it's a whole new set of shit. Like, yeah, oh, oh, y'all yeah. got chicken wings now? Okay. <laughs> yeah, my mom was like, "Yeah, I'm not even hungry." She's like, oh, y'all got wings now and nachos? I think I'm gonna go back for some more food and shit. I'm like, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> but yeah, that, that was that's, dope. That's dog. definitely the best sporting experience I've had as far as just hospitality. I guess why? Agreed. That like, was definitely. I've, I uh, like the, the the palace shit. Uh, the palace shit was dope, but it was not on that level. I think for me, the the convenience of being able to go from the clubhouse to your seat in in a matter of in seconds, steps yeah. was ama- was was amazing. Yeah. And then the food was was way better. Like the the clubs at the palace were way 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 away from your seats. Like you got to do extra extracurricular shit. So. Like to be able to just go from that to your seat in in, in steps back and forth, like that—that's the best part of it, man. That that was great. So that was definitely like the best experience that I've had at a Pistons game, as far as like the overall ambiance, yeah. aside from the game itself. So yeah, that was dope, man. Like I, it was, it was. I don't even remember if we won or lost that game, honestly. I think we lo- <laughs> we, lo- we lost at the end, but I will say it had to be mid second quarter. Before I had paid attention to the fucking score, yeah, like I just wasn't even. I'm I'm looking at players. I'm just looking around. Just, you know, after I finally you know sat down and shit, double fisted and shit, you know, and I'm looking. And I have realized like I haven't even looked at the fucking score. Like I didn't even give a fuck. Like yeah, <laughs> and it's dope because like the way the new uh, it's not new anymore. Well, it's still new, but the way the uh, the big screen in the middle of the arena that's in the rafters is set up. The, the the seats that are close are kind of like underneath yeah. the big screen, and they, the way it's set up, the screen has like <laughs> I don't know, like a a, a screen that's like it's underneath like inside, it that drops down. It's like inside the outer walls. <laughs> yeah, because you, you know in, in past places, if you're that far, you're like looking up to try to look around the box and shit to see what the score is. Or yeah, whatever. but they, I think they, I, I think what's cool about that arena is that they've probably fixed a lot of glitches little small glitches that were like in other shits like you know well one the, the hospitality uh uh or the the suite or whatever you go for your food and shit 
having it way far from where the play, people can be, that just seems like, you know, I'm going to say inconvenience, but it's not as dope as it would be being, like, right under it like it was and shit. Yeah. You and, know what I'm saying? So. And the suites there are bananas, man. Like, have you been in the suites I haven't there? been to the suites. Okay, so the suites there are amazing. Like, they're... they're. I've only been to the suites at Joe Lewis for the... Yeah. And that shit was old as hell because of the... Yeah, they're... The, yeah. So, yeah. that's why I've been there <laughs> yeah. twice, but, yeah. <laughs> but the suites at LCA are incredibly nice, and the food that they lay out is amazing. It's it's like I probably the best chicken tenders I've ever had <laughs> was in the fucking suite of LCA man. Those chicken tenders were so fucking good, man. Yeah, I like been so there. yeah. They, My wife been to the suites, but I haven't been there. Yeah, they do it up, so it was cool, man. Like I I, I would never like try to press you like hey get tickets and shit like that, but like man, I would love to get the the courtside seats, the the ones that you're. Uh, Stepson and nephew sat in. Yeah. I, I like to experience that because I've never experienced that. Like that sitting like dope. actually on the floor. Like I've never experienced that. That was like, that was pretty dope. Because uh, we and we only went, it was like a game against Orlando, so it wasn't like the but it was just a, just the point of being there, touching the, the fucking floor. Yeah. Is the experience? So you know. this was the 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 game that we went to was the second closest I've ever been, and the first closest was uh, I was behind the the backboard behind the the rim, maybe like. Three, four seats back. It, actually, it was um, after the Pistons got Chris Webber. It was the game before he actually Played. he actually suited up. Uh, so he was sitting. I was maybe like three or I'd say two or three rows back behind the backboard. And he was sitting in front of me. So when they showed him. You could see me in the background oh, okay. and shit, but that wasn't. That's not the same as like the seats that your your uh, stepson and nephew had. Like they were on the floor. Yeah, like ain't like that was that was nuts. Shit, like, I know? can't even imagine. Like I've always I've always been kind of intrigued with like what actual floor seats are like. But like I mean, yeah, it was it was dope, man. I mean, the players look so big, Paul, <laughs> uh, but sitting down they look even bigger or whatever. So it's uh it's it's cool. I, I definitely say that. So. I, I'm, I'm always. Uh, I think I'm probably. I guess with white people, so we get. Uh, <laughs> How's being made to race? Like, do no, white people? No, <laughs> but, but, uh, and I guess if the Pistons doesn't become popular, but we get Red Wings tickets and we get uh, Pistons tickets. But the Red Wing tickets are almost always spoken for because white people like hockey and shit. So, right? Yeah, you know true. So they're always, but the Pistons ones. When they have certain games, I'm usually one of the first people he kind of looks at. So I'm hoping, oh, that's you know, what I'm good. saying to get yeah. So, um, so hopefully, like if they if they have a good season, try to snag what you can early. Yeah, because <laughs> because if we get 40 games deep and they're good, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> then just, you might be right. SOL. So right. and, I, and, and that's yeah. kind of the thing. That's the kind of thing I was thinking about too. Like, man, if these motherfuckers start being real fucking good, my chances are gonna be slim to none to get more, more fucking tickets. Yeah, but if they just stay at least. Let's just stay mediocre till like December, and I could get a couple of games before that, and then you know they blow up and do fucking well. I ain't probably ever getting no fucking tickets again. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm not gonna wish. I'm not gonna wish trash. I'm not gonna on wish them, trash on them. But uh, <laughs> I just want to get a if, good you, if you can score trip. those seats right. early in the season while they're still mediocre, and I can I can get them actual floor seats. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, and the thing is, I I, I learned that I really can't like I so I got tickets. My job gave me tickets to go to the orchestra tomorrow or whatever. 
I'm not really too interested in it, but I'm gonna go anyway just because he gave them to me. Where's that? Uh, it's a DSO. Okay. It's the uh, Symphony Orchestra. So my wife likes it because they box seats and shit. They nice as fuck. So yeah. we go anyway. So I'm like, I take anything and go to anything and shit. And just, just, just fucking cuz and so forth. But uh, wait, my levels is okay. Never mind. I thought my levels was down. We're good. So, so yeah. So that was pretty fucking dope. Um, have you? This is just fresh today. So if you was just like working and shit, you probably would have no fucking idea. I don't. Um, Whatever it is, I don't know. So are you from? Are you aware that a couple? Of, I don't know. Maybe a week or so ago. Um, are you familiar with LeBron? Does this like barbershop talk show type deal? I'm vaguely familiar with it. Yeah. All right. I know so it he, exists. So he does a show, and um, he had uh, Drake on there. Okay. And this is, I guess, this is the first time Drake has talked about the whole uh, Pusha T beef and so oh, forth. Oh shit! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, He's talking about the beef and talking about his relationship with Kanye and so forth like that. And he said, basically says that he told Kanye about his baby. And so his thoughts was that Kanye had told Pusha about the baby. And that's how uh, Pusha knew about it and so forth and things of that nature. Uh, And so that was like, I remember maybe... I want to say maybe a week ago. I don't know. Just say a week for, for a week uh, ago. For, Shit. Yeah, maybe a week ago or something. Not like that. really out the loop. I think it was over the weekend, but really, but say a week ago. So anyway, so you familiar with Joe Budden does his show, um, and so today aired the episode he had with Pusha T. What? Who? Who had episode Joe Budden? Okay. Joe Budden show. Gotcha. Okay. Now I, as much as I've had my issues with Joe Budden, I've always thought that. His interviewing, his podcast and shit is probably the best thing he'll probably ever do. Like, you see, he has a good IQ for music, period. I mean, and, you know, uh, rants aside, you know what I'm saying? He does well with that. Like, that's his avenue. Like, he needs to stay in the whole podcasting, interviewing thing. Cause that's, he does a great fucking job with that shit. Yeah, um, fair, yeah. Because he had an episode with Chance the Rapper on there, and I've never been a huge chance fan i can't really call any songs he's done but he's a smart fucking dude i mean it was a good chance yeah, chance okay chance so that was a pretty good episode so i watched that one that was like a last week or two weeks ago or something like that so he has push on there and pushes just starts you know of course because i guess push was like he heard the drake shit and he wanted to just basically kind of clear his name because so his story and i'll just cut to it his story is that he didn't get the information f- about Drake's kid from Kanye. He got it from a chick who was fucking Drake's homeboy producer 40. Yo, 40? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So basically, from what Push is saying is that 40 was pillow talking with some chick and he told her about the whole baby. No situation. And so that's how that came about. That's been Drake's guy forever, dog. So it's fucked up if that's the case then. That's like me like having some secret shit and telling you and then you tell fucking And then I just push it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like that's just crazy. Man. But so so Pusha made some good some some real good points, you know, with the whole thing is that 
you know, he bigged up LeBron, you know, like, you know, he, he, he liked the fact that he has a platform to do this stuff or whatever. But so Le- LeBron does a show with his homeboy from high school, the one his business, business partner named Maverick, I think, whatever. I think it's Maverick. His point was, is that Maverick made the show super biased because he never brought up the fact that, so Drake was saying how in in the interview was saying how fucked up it was that Pusha wished death on his you know with the uh, the diss and shit like that that wished death on his homeboy which I don't think he really wished death but he didn't say that you know he was okay with it as he said it he was like I'm it's not that I'm not okay with it but I didn't wish death on the nigga anyway I mentioned it but they didn't never mention the fact of 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 Drake calling out his wife they never talked about you know. You know, making it seem like Drake is just an innocent, sta- uh, innocent, innocent bystander with the shit or whatever. So, you know, they never mentioned any of that shit. So it was just so biased to just sucking Drake's dick for the sake of an interview and shit like that. So it was pretty fucking interesting, dude. Hmm. And it just makes it just makes this is on Dr- Buttons podcast. This is on Buttons podcast. Man, it just makes Drake's situation so fucked up. And for the record, I've never like been like a Drake hater per se. I've always liked Drake, but I just felt like this made this shit so bad now because three, four months later, you still never dropped a song and then you go on an interview talking about it and now you have this song in the vault or whatever, the vault that you supposedly had that was supposed to kill careers and you had to have an OG uh, Jay Prince to to say not do it and all this stupid shit, but then you go on an interview talking about the shit, and then he says something like, you know, uh, he he never mentioned, I don't think he mentioned Push's name, but he said something like, yeah, he should have got punched in the fucking face for that shit. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah, it was a uh, it was quite entertaining. It was like a three hour fucking. I listened to maybe an hour of it uh, between work, and then I went on lunch and was listening to it, and it was yeah. It was uh, it was pretty pretty cool. I know you are, you're a busy man, but uh, yeah, you might want to put that in your in your schedule to listen. Uh, so that was that was pretty entertaining. You know, one of my biggest um, I guess things that that eat at me is that I can't keep up with podcasts, TV shows, movies like I used to. Yeah, and the idea that something that juicy could come out. And I don't even know, man, that yeah. eats to be man. Like I, I, I'm at work trying to be the best that I can be and I'm missing out on all this good shit. And I'm like, I, I, I don't regret the fact that I missed it because I was trying to be great at work, but I'm like, it's weird to, for me to be somebody who is, I'd say probably fairly in the know. Yes. Yeah. Fairly in the know. And to have like some shit like that be like, yo, that happened today? Like, and not know about it? Oh, that eats at me, man. In fairness, I probably should have prepped you before that. We was watching the, <laughs> we was watching the Pistons game, and I just totally forgot about it. Uh, I'd rather watch the Pistons game and see him win. Yeah, so that was a plus. Drake. So, you know. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather get a Pistons win than hear about Drake. But, yeah, it was. Uh, it's definitely it. – but, see, for me, it's like – I really today is one of the rare chances I've had to listen to a podcast at work. Typically, I'm listening on the way to work or on the way home or whatever, and I really don't get a chance to listen at home and shit. So, uh, I've had some free time this week just because my boss and Lee wasn't there and shit. So, 
I've been I, I was free in that instance, but yeah. So, but the the pusher shit just dropped today. So that was okay. just today, this morning. And that's on Buttons podcast. Yeah. Okay. I think it plays on SoundCloud. Oh, it's on Spotify. It's on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Spotify, yeah. So I'm I'm subscribed to it. I just don't get to listen. Yeah. So so uh, shifting shifting topics a little bit. Um, I have always been somebody who. I don't really get into boxing. Like I, I, I feel like boxing right now is largely kind of boring. Like I watch them, like it's like niggas hugging and shit. Uh, it, it, it's just like not entertaining to me, man. I'm like, eh, I don't really fuck with boxing. It's, it seems like it's largely uneventful, and you're kind of like waiting for like, you know, that one big hit or whatever. Who cares? What, right? So. Just boxing in general or... Boxing in general. Like, I, I don't know, man. I'm just not really into it, man. I feel like it's, like, largely boring, man. Like, I don't know. I don't really get into it. I haven't really fucked with boxing since, like, Tyson, man. Like, whatever. So, uh, eh, two weekends ago, maybe, um, I realized that there's an app that I could download to my Fire Stick that would allow me to live stream anything that is playing live. And it could be network TV, cable TV, or pay-per-view. Anything live. And I'm sitting there chilling. It's Saturday. I'm drinking. I'm fucked up. What can I, what can I fuck with? I download this shit, put it on my fire stick, open it up. Let, let me fuck with this UFC shit. Bruh. <laughs> I heard I missed one of the greatest, like, undercards and matches of, like, UFC. I have never watched, I have never watched UFC ever. Not because I don't fuck with it, just because it just, I'm, I'm not going to pay for it. And I just, I don't have time to, just, you know, just be, like, watching shit just randomly. But, you know. That whatever weekend that was, it wasn't this past weekend, the one before that. I'm like, yo, I ain't doing shit. I'm chilling. I'm drinking. I'm fucked up. Let me see what I can get popping. Cue up this fucking UFC pay-per-view for free on my fucking fire stick with this app and shit. Bro, that Conor McGregor fucking UFC fight, that was the greatest shit I have seen ever done. (laughs) Like, man, I'm like... I told people, I was like, this is the, I, I'm a UFC fan for life. <laughs> I watched this shit. I'm like, this is amazing, dog. Like, why has nobody told me about this shit? That shit was so fucking good. And then, granted, everybody told me, like, it's not usually this good. Yeah. Like, this is the one that was like. So you set yourself a failure for the next fight. You're waiting. It's like, where's the fucking action from the last one? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, shit, man. That shit was so fucking good, man. There was so much shit that was on, like, social media in the aftermath. Like, look at this guy's interview. Look at this thing. Look at this. I don't know what that big guy interviewed, dog, that pulled down his pants, the black guy. Man, dog, that shit was amazing, bro. Listen, you get – so, if you're a UFC guy, don't bother emailing us or correcting us or whatever because I'm I'm new to the shit, so – Give me a break. But I'm watching the shit right. And you get three rounds in UFC, five rounds for the uh the main event. 
the dude, the black dude you talking about, three-round fight, right? Dude is getting washed the whole fucking fight. If this shit goes to completion and it's a decision, this nigga's losing. He was kind of like trying to get that, like, that knockout throughout the whole shit. Nothing's happening. It was like 11 seconds left. This motherfucker lands the blow, knocks this motherfucker out. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker won at the very last second. Like he was gonna look if it was this if it was a decision, he was losing easily. And he knocks this motherfucker out. And dude comes and gives this like wild ass interview, dog. That interview was nuts. Like, do you remember what his fucking name was? Yeah, it was uh no, I don't. <laughs> I said, yeah, I remember. No, I don't remember. He his nickname was uh the Black Beast. And um uh his, fuck, I sh- I knew his name up until now. I can't remember right now. Dude gets up in an interview and shit. Interview is mad crazy, dog. He's like, "Yeah, my balls itch or they're sweaty or some shit. Oh, yo, I gotta change yo, clothes." So I, so I, I want to play it, dude. Cause this shit was fucking. Go ahead and play it, man. It was a great ass interview. I'm sitting here like I've been missing this shit this whole time. Fuck what they talk about, USA in this hole. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck what they talk about, USA in this hole. You came in this fight, the number two contender with that knockout. You're absolutely one of the Lewis. top guys in line for a shot at the title next. So tell us what you think about that. I need to sit my black ass down and do some more cardio. Fuck what you talking about right now. I ain't trying to fight for no title right now. Not with no gas tank like that. She. She. You're one of the most entertaining guys in the sport. Congratulations on an amazing victory. And thank you very much for a really, really entertaining fight. Thanks for having me. Hey, maybe next week or sometime or two weeks from now, I'm going to come on your show and smoke some weed with you. Anytime, sir. Anytime. And you got the best Instagram in the game. I'll tell you right now. Derek Lewis, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, I heard that shit, dude. I was crying laughing, I'm watching this shit live like... I I've been missing all I've been missing out on this shit all this time. Like this is how like, crazy I just this shit watch is. His fight. I want to watch his like. Granted, I missed a whole bunch of bruh, good shit. Granted, bruh, but his, I just want to watch his shit, dude. His shit, like yo. So after I watched the whole shit, that was not the main event, right? So Conor McGregor was the main event, right? So Conor McGregor shit was dope. Like that fight was crazy. Motherfucker was hopping into the crowd. It was like Malice in the Palace for UFC and shit, right? But throw it out of sight. I'm like, yo, 
This is my first fucking UFC pay-per-view. This shit was dope. Like, this is awesome. Like, this is a great night watching this shit. Like, my wife was, like, like sleep kind of on, like, a, on our shades. And she was, like, you know, like, waking up. Like, yo, this is crazy, right? So she's watching it, too, and shit. It's crazy. Dope. And I'm, like, yo, I'm a UFC fan now. Like, this is crazy. So maybe, I don't know, man, maybe, like, a week later... I look, the UFC pay-per-view, that nigga is the main event for the November pay-per-view. Oh, I'm is. like, yo, I'm there. <laughs> like, I'm there and I'm ready, dog. Like, that shit was so dope. The Conor McGregor shit was dope. Fight was dope. Aftermath was dope. I'm like, man, like, I've been missing out on this shit, dog. Like, that shit was dope. And I guess, I guess if you are somebody who watches it, religiously it's like oh yeah i mean i i understand that that specific one was kind of like you know that was a one-off but you're accustomed to like what these events entail right for me it was all new i'm like man i'm watching this shit every month though i'm 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 blocking off the calendar man like i'm there I'm curious to see if McGee's. I know they do UFC fights and shit, or just regular fights there at their spot too. But yeah, that shit. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I, watch it free at home. Fuck that. Yeah, I might just be in the garage. <laughs> but, but man, uh, it should just be like fucking 50, 60 bucks and shit. Dog. Like man, I can watch this shit for free at home. Yeah, that's expensive as hell, dude. That was. A, I think that made it better. Was the fact that I just randomly was like, "Hey, let me get this shit on my Fire Stick that will allow me to watch pay per views live. I don't have nothing really popping off." Let me put this shit on. And to get treated to the fucking best UFC pay-per-view ever. ever. <laughs> I'm like, man. The more you say it, the more I feel like I'm probably going to be in the garage watching it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, come to my crib. We can come over here. Whatever, dog. But I'm watching that shit, man. Man, that was so that was so entertaining, man. I was so pleased that night. Like, I got so much more out of that night than I expected to get. I was like, this is amazing watching this shit. And you get... If if you pay for it, I mean, I guess if the shit is horrible, then you feel ripped off. But, like, even if I had paid for that, I'd have been satisfied yeah, just satisfied. because of the fact, not even the way the shit played out that it was, like, crazy, but you get a lot for your money for that. Like, once it went to pay-per-view, you get, like, I don't like, like, four or five undercards and and the main event and shit. Like, you you. You get a good well, deal, I man. See why people used to do fight parties and shit? Just cover the fucking fight, and then people just come and drink, and you know what I'm saying, whatever, kick the bullshit and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, that shit, that shit sounds super, super entertaining. It man. was so fun, man. I was fucked up. It was like midnight. I'm just sitting there faded on the couch, like, yo, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm pissed because I'm trying to think what the fuck was I doing that day. That I, I don't know because I messaged everybody. I was like, yo, yeah. get this app. <laughs> I yeah, do this. I'm definitely putting it on my fire stick. So yeah, man. Like I said, I can I can tell you uh, whatever you need to do to get it. But like, man, I was watching that shit. Like, I can't believe I'm watching this for free right <laughs> for for free right now. This motherfucker's paying like sixty bucks to watch this shit. I'm watching it for free, faded on a Saturday night, just chilling on the couch. Like, oh, this is great. That shit was so good, man. I, that was a great weekend for oh, me, Oh, I man. know. I went to a fucking birthday party. Now I remember what I did. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. I probably would have rather rather watched that shit. So, yeah. It Whatever. was fun, man. So, 
UFC UFC got me for life, man. I'm I'm, I'm there. I'm there in November, and I'm there going forward, man. I, I'm into it, man. That was dope. I, I guess for me, my my trepidation with it was like with with boxing is that I feel like every time I watch boxing, it's like they just it's so I guess slow paced, like a lot of hugging and a lot of like defensive shit, and it's like kind of boring and. I know that lightweight shit is not like that, but the heavyweight shit kind of is. But the dude that that had that interview, he a heavyweight dude, and he's the the headliner for the November pay per view. So, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to that shit. Like, yeah, he he's he's the head he's the headliner. I'm ready. So, that was dope, man. That was that was a highlight of my weekend, whatever weekend that was. <laughs> That's hilarious. That was that that was like two that was like two three weeks. In- Two or three weeks, two, two weekends ago. Two, I think probably. Yeah, I think two. two weekends ago. Yeah. Yeah. So add, um, add me to the list of that shit. I'm definitely gonna be watching the next one. So yeah, I, I'm about to put that shit like, uh, yeah, anybody want to come through and watch this shit? Come through. <laughs> I, I and and it was, I didn't have no buffering. It didn't look shitty. Like I was watching that shit like I ordered it. Though <laughs> I'm like, man, this is nuts. I didn't pay for nothing. I'm just sitting here chilling. It was it was dope, man. It was it was fun, man. That was a great night, man. I enjoyed that night because I, I I didn't expect to have any kind of experience. I'm like, yeah, let me see if I can. It it wasn't even like it. It was more like I I, I was ready to try to find something to to watch that night, and for whatever reason, I was just like googling shit or whatever, and I was like. I can have the I can get this app and I can watch this. I was like, oh fuck it, let me watch it. It it won't hurt. It was kind of just like, yeah, whatever. I wasn't like geeked up to watch it. Like, let me see what happens. I was like, yeah, let me see what happens with this. I can I can watch it. Let's see. <laughs> and to get a treat like that, <laughs> man, that shit was so fucking good, man. I can't wait. I'm 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 geeked up for November already. But um. One thing I want to talk about too was uh, <laughs> your boy Kanye up uh, hanging hanging with your boy Trump. <laughs> I mean, we we've expressed how we feel like he's just lost, and but I just don't know what I don't know what he's trying to accomplish right now though. I don't I don't get it at all. I don't really have more to say to that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I think Kanye is. I guess to say that I think that Kanye is lost is an understatement, but I I think I I think Kanye is in a space where he wants he he wants something and the something being um let's just say love like camaraderie like everybody getting together he he wants that through whatever mental illness he might be having and he thinks that if he spreads love or tries to connect people to Trump or whatever's going on that that benefits the country or the nation or the earth whatever and I don't think he really takes into account the fact that 
what Trump does or is trying to do or what the Republican Party is trying to do is detrimental to him and everybody he fucks with. I think that he's like, he's lost in the sense of he doesn't understand that what what the current administration wants to advance benefits nobody who supports him. He doesn't understand that they don't really care about his people. He's thinking just like, yeah, um, he's trying to do this for Chicago or I, I don't even really know what this nigga's thinking, man. Like, It's really confusing, man. Like he's he's on some other shit. I mean, it's something wrong with this nigga, man. And and one thing I don't like is the idea of people going like, "Oh, he's been he he's been off since his mom died." Nah, man. No, his mom died a long ass time ago, man. And you know what it's like to have, uh. To have immediate family die. I know it's like to have immediate family die. It doesn't make me sympathetic to people who uh, advance viewpoints that are detrimental to my people. Yeah, and I don't think I, I, I think for people because I've I've often said it as well. I think things changed when his mom died, but I think that was musically. I'm sick of that shit. I think musically things changed differently. Yeah, but I don't think there was there was nothing to show any of this like weird like alignment with Trump or issues like that you know until recently I guess within the last maybe year a year or so or whatever but I think on a more I guess simpler level I guess I just don't know how he can consciously align himself with someone who represents so much hate so much ridiculousness and constantly justify it. Like on any level, there's nothing, there's no level of Trump that I would want to align myself with. And a person like Kanye that has so much influence that can sway so many people can put himself in a situation where he's aligning himself like that. On a simple level, that's just the fucked up part about it. Like it's so many people who are doing so, so many good things politically that you could put yourself behind or align with and things like that. You know, you could align yourself with Hillary or Bernie or, or any other progressive person or whatever the fuck, but you pick Trump of all the fucking people you pick fucking Trump. So that's, that's the, what I don't understand. And that, that red hat is a symbol of so much fuck shit. And he wears it proudly, proudly. And it's just, and I, and I said on the last podcast, I mean, I think it's just a terrible looking hat. <laughs> and it just matches his fashion views of all the bullshit that he puts out. But, yeah, dude, he just aligns himself with somebody like that. And that just seems crazy to me, dude. Like, I, I just don't get it, man. And, and it just, I think, I think we may have all had moments where we've tried to separate artists from the fuck shit they were doing. 
But for this one, it seems like I just can't fuck with Kanye on no level. Like, I I just can't, dude. I think the best comparison is like for us, right? And when I say us, I mean me and you specifically. Looking at the NFL, we have, you know, Kaepernick dealing for the anthem and, you know, protesting police violence against black people. And and we look at, like, you know, this is a, a viable cause. This, this is serious and shit. And Kanye is surprisingly oblivious to all this. I, I I I don't I don't even really understand how he can be supportive of someone who it's like if you look at people who voted for Trump right you look at people who are um uh like rural um maybe I don't want to say like uh less than like medium income but like you know not too well off folks right who vote for him even though they they probably don't know but even though he don't he doesn't have anything to to fuck with them like he he ain't worried about that shit right but they still vote for him because he supports shit that they support that's fucked up like all 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 kinds of like anti uh, middle class shit And you got a guy like Kanye Who you would think Being somebody who's who's from Chicago Who knows what it's like To be uh, poor Or you know uh, You know Trying to make ends meet and shit like that Who knows what that's like And to, and to support a guy Who has no 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 concern for that Whatsoever and has been derogatory and hateful toward people like that. I don't. I feel like it's very, it's very self-centered. Like he's thinking, like this person supports the shit that I work for. Me personally, Kanye, he is supportive of the shit that I give a fuck about. Like it's 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 like he's lost himself. Like oh, he doesn't realize who he is. Oh, he's like, definitely lost himself. Like you, you're. Definitely. You're rich and important and you're a celebrity and he forgets the fact that he he forgets where he came from. And that that's that's mind boggling to me. I don't I don't understand how you could be like that. I mean, you know, you think of 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 all the Chicago is and all of the you know, the violence that's going on and all of the just the poverty and the the black folks that are suffering from different, you know, things or whatnot. And you side with a person that doesn't give a fuck about none of that shit, dude. Trump doesn't give a fuck about none of that shit, dude. And for him to, to put himself in that situation where he's aligned himself with that, it's just so fucked up, dude. So fucked up. Yeah, I think... I think Kanye is I think he's in a place where he thinks and I think this is a a uh, a poor assessment of what life is like right now that he thinks that if he is supportive of somebody who has an opposing viewpoint 
that he can bring everybody together. And I don't, I don't think he acknowledges the fact that uh, I don't want to say Republicans as a whole, but like Trump Republicans, they they have no they're not there for that. They have no concern with that. They're not trying to fuck with that. They're not here for uh, getting people together and unity and all that kind of shit. They're not for that. I think he's for that, but he doesn't understand that the people that he's supporting are not for that. And he's he's out here really embarrassing himself, our race, our movement, everything we stand for. And he's he's just man. He's lost, dog. I I I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to put it on like, oh, his mom died. That was a long ass time ago, man. Like he's. Excuse me. I don't want to give him that. I think he's just lost. Period. It, it's so. I, I saw a meme, and it's it is what it is. But it was a meme of like George Bush Jr. like. Kanye West doesn't care about black people. <laughs> and that's so, it's so fucking accurate, man. He yeah, don't, you, he you doesn't. Can't, you can't align yourself with a person that doesn't give a fuck about minorities and blacks and things of that nature. And you still, and, and still believe otherwise, you know, like you, it's not, I don't think it's possible for a person like Kanye to feel for black people, feel for Poverish youth or wherever the fuck and still fuck with Trump. Like you can't do both. Mm. You can't do both at all. And I Yeah, it's it's real frustrating to him. And he's just, as you know, just thinking back to him in his backpack days and just the earlier album and stuff like that. And you know, for him out in Bush during uh what what was that uh was that a uh a hurricane Hurricane, uh, that was right after Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, yeah. The, was the it like a fundraiser. Or yeah, but okay about black people. Yeah, Hurricane Katrina. And uh, yeah, yeah, man, that nigga's whack as fuck, dude. Yeah, it's it's sad, man. It it really is sad. Like you look at a guy like he was, he was everything for hip hop. He really was everything, dude. everything, everything. Because, I mean, at that point, you had you had never, I mean, you hadn't, there hasn't been too much, like, you wasn't seeing Nas and Jay-Z, you know, uh, champion for black folks like that or anything. You know, he just, he just came from a better place, a deeper place to me. And I, you know, just, you just thought that hip hop was going to be a, a total, a total different monster with him being at the helm of it. But, you know, he, he's just, he's fucking lost, dude. It's just and it's fucked up. Yeah, I, I I'm so I, I I think he would benefit if he still made good music. And that's sad. And he's not even making good music, so Yeah, and that's the know. point. He's it's sad because if he was still making good music, he might kinda get a pass. On the shit that he says and does, but like the music is so bad. It's, I, it's, I don't even know if it's, he would get a pass. I feel like it would be a lot harder to not fuck with him. Right. Yeah. True. But I think with him making shitty music and being a shitty person, 
you know, it's it's just a a horrible combination. It's just like you know, you don't you don't even feel in this climate, you don't even feel right trying to support somebody who's doing such fuck shit like he's doing. So, so did, did you see the interview with him when he was in the White House in the Oval Office? I was watching it, but I didn't Trump understand what the and, fuck he was talking about. Dude. No one did. Okay, no one so did. I feel like I'm glad and, I'm not the only one. I yeah, didn't know no one understood he, what he's talking about. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I all I kept seeing was. People talking about his fucking phone password was zero 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 or some stupid <laughs> shit, and someone did a fucking edit where after you put his fucking password in on his phone, you know how it, it, it just shows his screen or whatever the fuck. But someone did an edit as soon as he put the password in, it was a picture of Ray J and fucking Kim K and shit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the that's the most I've seen of that clip, but. Yeah, he he's a, he's a lost cause. I, I don't think there's nothing. I don't think he can really come back from that and j- unless he just totally denounced Trump and the fuck shit he been doing. Other than that, there's no real coming back from that at all to me. He, and he's not gonna do that. So he's yeah, not. so he's kind of fucked. Then he's done. Like yeah. I just felt. I, I think like you kind of said it earlier. He may think he's trying to bridge together some some kind of. I don't know. Uh, Common ground to to Trump or some shit. I don't know what what is what his thinking is, but that is what I think that is what his thinking is. But it's not working though. And aside from it not working, can we talk about the fact that we have so many situations where uh, a white person has done something? Whether it's calling the police on somebody or uh, trying to stop somebody from getting to their apartment or uh, trying to uh, make sure that they don't, uh, I, I don't know, whatever the fuck, who cares, whatever. My point is, right now, we live in a situation where uh, white folks are being very diligent about getting black folks out the paint. And you got Kanye out here more or less siding with the enemy for all intents and purposes. And we're, we're dealing with the fact that you got white folks who are uh, doing everything they can to make sure that we just can't do anything like, Oh, this person looks, looks suspicious. Let's call the cops. Uh, this person maybe shouldn't be here. Let's call the cops. We can't babysit white people. We can't ride in the car with our CPL. Uh, just recently we can't, uh, um, what's the latest case? It was something happened today or yesterday. It was, a uh, some kind of, Local government, like city council person, or I can't think of it exactly, but he was fucking going through the neighborhood giving his fucking flyers or whatever the fuck, and somebody called the police on him. You can't do that, but we can't do much black but get shot or fucking go to jail. Those are the things that we are allowed to fucking do from white people, mm-hmm. morally, more so white women. A white woman, uh, try to uh, say a kid groped her and the video showed that he didn't. You had a fucking white lady who fucking uh, 
wouldn't let a black person, uh, this black person who lives in a fucking apartment in the fucking apartment door, bitch stood in front of the door or whatever. We can't do shit. That made me so angry, man. Like, like I didn't who, get- who appointed her the fucking, uh, I, I don't know, the fucking groundskeeper where she could just. Dude, it's just like the, the like the, uh, the the white dude who wouldn't let the fucking black lady and her family in a fucking swimming pool gate or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Same fucking shit. Yeah, white people are out here are 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 whiting real bad, dog. And she she followed him to his apartment. He breaks his keys out, goes into his apartment. Uh, I, I just want to know who you are. Oh, let me introduce myself. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, man. For the record, if I'm in an apartment, like, I know there's rules of people going in apartments and shit, and if you're in an apartment and you don't necessarily know who a person is, I may not fucking let the fucking door open for them, but fine. They fucking stick a key, open the door, it's their fucking apartment. They live here just like you. Move the fuck on. And she's talking about, like, she felt uncomfortable or whatever. Because he was black. Unsafe. But you followed him into the elevator. So you didn't feel that unsafe. And, right. You didn't. That's, that, that's what bothers me the most is that you wanted to talk about this safety shit, but you followed him into the elevator, up to his floor, up to his apartment, and watched him. Like, what are you talking about? You don't feel safe. I would never do that shit. If I felt like somebody was breaking in my crib, not crib, but it's like at a house, but like if I lived in an apartment complex or a condo or some shit and I felt like somebody was coming in there unwarranted, I'm not going to follow them like, yo, yo, what are you doing? What are you doing? Let me follow you. Let me follow you. Let me make sure you live here. Oh, you got keys? Let me see your keys. Let me see your key fob. Like, what are you doing? And Can't barbecue. Can't do nothing. Not a fucking thing, dude. And it's so troubling to have somebody like Kanye West to be supporting shit like that. Like, man. It's so it's so sad. Like some years ago, if for some odd reason you're just off the face of the earth for the last five years or whatever, you would have you would have if you would have come back to to this present time and known of the things that Kaepernick is doing. The, one of the people you thought in hip hop who would be on the side of of cabinet would be Kanye West, <laughs> right? You go in a coma for five years, so and you hear that Kaepernick is doing shit that's, that's, that's for the people, and you're like, "Fuck!" So when did Kanye fuck with him? Because I know Kanye did. Like, no, you you, you would probably want to go back to your fucking coma, right? <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking disgrace, dude, and you know it's. Don't want nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that guy. I mean, even with his fuck shit, I was like, bet he's about to produce a Pusha T album. He's about to produce a Nas album. He's doing music, blah blah blah. Man, fuck Kanye, dude. All that shit been whack. He's man. It's so disappointing, man. It's so disappointing. We have no leverage whatsoever, man. It's just like we just got to deal with it, man. It's sad. And the, and the thing that irritates me the most is that you get a guy like Kanye who wants to like 
repair the bridge, right? Like, let's get us all together. Let's get us all on the same page. The idea of getting everybody on the same page and building all these bridges and, and trying to, like, make shit better and try, try to meet, that that shit, man, like, why do, why do we have to always do that? That, I think, to me, for me, my, my biggest pain point with everything, everything, we're talking about dated back to fucking Trayvon, fucking Mike Brown, uh, everything, man. All that shit. My biggest pain point is the fact that when these sorts of things happen, we're trying to to build the bridge. We're trying to extend the olive branch. We're trying to to get every like make happiness. Like, oh, let's let's get together. Let's let's be positive. All this kind of shit. I don't understand why we are continuously shit on. But we still are trying to like make friends and and be cool and all that kind of shit. Like we don't need to be out here trying to like uh uh we we're we're not the party for re- repairing shit. Like we need to be out here like yo, this is fucked up. I don't want to make friends. I don't want to fix shit. I want to be like yo, we're getting shit on. This is fucked up. Let's fix it. Let's do what we can do to to get all these fucking racist, misogynistic, rapists, all that kind of shit. Let's get them out the paint. Like, let's do that. Like, why do we always have to extend the olive branch? That is what bothers me the most. Like, we have been shit on for centuries. And we're still sitting out here like, Let's try to let's try to uh find a common ground. Let's try to be peaceful. Let's try to let's try to uh you know make make a make relationships and be all that good shit. Like I don't understand why like we don't need to be doing that. Like this is not like we've been doing that forever, man. Like let's stop extending the olive branch because all we do is say, "Hey, let's fix this." And then we get stabbed in the back. Like Stop doing that shit, man. I'm I'm tired of it, man. We 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 try to fix things, we try to build common ground, all this kind of shit and it doesn't work, man. Like we're just out here getting fucked every day. Every day we're getting fucked. And we're sitting here like, well, maybe if we did better. No, maybe no. Maybe they did better. We don't need shit. we don't need to do better. We don't need to try to uh build these relationships and all this kind of shit. Like, I'm sick of that shit, man. Like, we we have got no, no nothing, nothing, nothing for us where it's like, oh, let's, let's help them out. Nothing. And we're still out here trying to, like, make shit even, dog. Like, it's not going to happen. It's not. Let's fight for what we stand for. Let's fight, fight for what we deserve. Like, Get get us on the even playing field, man. We out here trying to be cool and and play the like I don't know, like a like the cool, like amenable. Like I'm I'm lost on a word right now, but like I'm gonna stick with amenable. But like <laughs> we're we're out here trying to like. 
we're changing what we do to make ourselves more acceptable to everybody else so that, so that we don't get shot and killed for no reason. I'm like, we don't need to change what we're doing. We don't need to change who we are. We need to change the fucking system. We need to change the fact that we can get shot, killed, whatever, just because of who we are or what we look like. We need to change that shit and hold people accountable for the fact that they don't, they don't give a fuck. Like, we need to fight back, man. I'm, I'm so tired of this, like, uh, trying to make shit right. Like, like we're not, we don't need to make shit right. We need to stand for what we deserve, like, who we need to be and, and, and the rights that we deserve, like, and push back. Like, yo, we, this is who we are. We're black and we don't deserve to die. Like, that's an incredibly crazy fucking concept. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, we're black and we deserve to live. Like, I don't want to fucking haggle with mother with white people and be like, yeah, we should deserve to live. Like, no. Let's stop trying to be fucking, uh, like, nice and shit like that. Like, let's just fucking get what we deserve, man. Like, that shit irritates me, man. I don't know, man. I'm... I'm so you, I'm so frustrated. I feel you. I, I, I feel <clears> you. <throat> I'm frustrated the fact that I feel like that we we live in a world where we have to, I guess, bend bend our values and bend bend what we believe in and what we think we deserve, and be like, hey, accept us for what we are. Like we shouldn't have to haggle. It's nah. just be what it is. Like, hey, we're humans just like you. We're Americans just like you. And treat us fair and treat us equal. It shouldn't be like a fucking debate, like an an argument or any of that kind of shit. Like, yo, like, let us live. Live. Like, can we just not get shot for no reason? Can we not get killed by the police for no reason? Can they not get away with it for no reason? Like, let us be. Yeah, you're right, Doug. I, I I totally agree. And I like I say, Kanye doing what he doing is just it's it's just so ass backwards, and it's just it's not helping. It's detrimental. He's killing us right now. He used to be the he used to be the kind of guy who gets in front of the camera and is like, "Yo, what's happening to black people right now is fucked up. We need to have." Equal everything. Like, make sure that we can have the same rights for everything and not be getting killed for, hey, yo, he looked like he had a gun, so I shot him, but it turned out to be a fucking cell phone. Like, police need to be held accountable. Uh, Lawyers, judges, all that kind of shit, they need to be held accountable. And it's not happening, man. Like, we're just out here getting... we just out here getting done off for no reason. And, man. Yeah. Fuck. I'm just so irritated, man. It, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Yeah, I'm... 
I don't even have anything to, to actually say. I just, I agree. It's, it's just fucked up. Definitely frustrating. Definitely fucking frustrating. But yeah. Yep. You got anything else, man? Um. No. I'm good. I guess I'm good. I think. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I mean, good. yeah. Well, we'll be uh, back next week, probably a day late. Next Wednesday is my uh, anniversary. So I think we're oh, going out. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we're going to try uh, Prime and Proper next week. So I'm Oh, shit. I'm looking forward to that shit. So. Better take a loan out. I know, dude, right? <laughs> I want to try one of them dry steaks, nigga. So it's definitely got to take a loan out for that shit. It's worth it, but shit. What did you get? <laughs> um, I don't. I honestly, I don't remember. I don't remember what I got, but I spent. Um, I got a, a steak for me, steak for my wife, a appetizer. Um, did we get a dessert? I don't think we got a dessert, but uh, a couple of drinks, uh, standard dinner, mm, about 200, 250. <laughs> so, yeah, if you, if you want to go to Prima Popper, be ready, come, come in with two, two, 300, Shit. ready to go. Well, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that, so don't. <laughs> no, it was good as fuck. I'm looking it was forward a good to experience. The, I'm looking forward to the experience. So. Yeah, it was it was a good experience. They get they you get a nice little tour. They oh, give you okay. a tour of the uh the meat room and uh it it, it it's an experience. It, it's nice. Um obviously food is dope, but I think I got um yeah, I got an appetizer too. So, you know, I I I didn't just go in like Yo, let me get my steak. Let me get her steak and be good. Like you know, right, I got right. an appetizer. I got a couple drinks. Oh, I'm like, if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna live it up. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get to get whatever and just you know have a fucking good time and not worry about the bill and shit. So yeah, uh, so I I got a couple drinks, appetizer. Uh, we got our steaks, all that kind of shit. Um, I think I went to like two hundred something. So yeah, if, if you got a plan. Budget budget yourself two three hundred. <laughs> you might have a mediocre night. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, we're cool. Well, other than that, we uh see you guys next week. Peace, peace.